0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host, and I am here to help you preview Monday Night Football between the Chiefs and the Ravens. Of course, you can check out our recap, week three recap feed, Week three recap podcast in the podcast feed for myself, John Breach and Ryan Wilson go over every single game. And, uh, I apologize to Bears fans. Just kidding. Chiefs at Ravens joining me now to discuss it.
0: RJ White, the man, the myth, the legend. You look like you, um, how you feeling? Good. It wasn't, wasn't a great week three. You know, we had a, A lot of coin flip games that could have went either way. I felt good about Atlanta up until seven (laughs) minutes left in the fourth quarter. I felt good about uh, uh, the Rams up until, you know, they got a questionable pass interference on fourth down. And it just seemed like Pete Briscoe and I were arguing.
1: I was like, he's like, you got lucky with um, the uh, under in Tampa Bay and Denver. I was like, okay, well, you got like, I mean, you got lucky with Buffalo and I got unlucky with LA. He's like, what do you mean? They we shouldn't have even been in that game. Like, what are you, you're just going to cherry, like just cherry pick the first half. Like, what are you talking about?
0: Exactly. Like, it's just, um, we, you know, there's always little things you can pick through every game, you know, about this could have went that way, but that was clear, you know, fourth down game's over if they don't throw that flag yeah. and, uh, and a very questionable flag there.
1: Yeah. Uh, that play, the two point conversion in Seattle, uh, Dallas. And, um, there was one more play of the day. There, there, I should.
0: You, you, I should have had the under on the uh, San Francisco game. It was, it was a complete under game. And then garbage time, they score a touchdown instead of a field goal that pushes it, up, pushes it over at the end. Cause Dang. Giants absolutely quit on that game.
1: Yep. Uh, all right, anyway, let's talk about the game tonight. Uh, Sammy Watkins, Javarius Ward and uh, are both questionable. And for the Chiefs, Alex Okafor out. And then of course, Taven Young for the Ravens out as well. The Ravens are minus three and a half. The over under is 54. The Chiefs on the money line are plus 155 and the Ravens on the money line are minus 175. Uh, what is your initial reaction to this line, RJ? Because for me, I see it and think, Oh my God, Patrick Mahomes is free money. And I'm like, wait a minute. Am I being tricked?
0: Yeah, that's what you, you would figure. It's been three and a half most of the week and Monday more, as of Monday morning, it came down to three. Um, so it's not surprising that people will be taking you know, the chiefs at three and a half and you could see it go back up to three and a half. Cause you know, you figure we talked to Kenny and Kenny loved the Ravens. He figures the Ravens are a much better team than the chiefs. I don't really see that. I'm happy to take the points with either of these quarterbacks right now. Mahomes is five Oh and one against the spread as an underdog in his career. And I will admit that Baltimore has been playing the better of the two so far, but I mean that, I think a lot of that is the chiefs having to play the chargers last week, a chargers defense that knows them really well and knows how to defend them really well. And they did a good job. The chargers did, they did about as well as you could have hoped and they still lost the game. So. So it's, it's gotta tell you something about that. Um, the Chiefs had success in the run game the last time these two met in 2019 against the Ravens. Um, and they've upgraded our running back. That game was Darrell Williams and, and, uh, LaShawn McCoy, you know, splitting 120 yards of rushing, whatever. This time it's Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So, um, I'm not gonna shoot holes in the Ravens. I don't have anything to say that they're a bad team. They're obviously a great team. This is just playing the number for me. If you can get three and a half, take Chiefs three and a half, it's too many points.
1: Okay. Just some, uh, some notes here. Baltimore has covered in six straight games, a covering machine, and they've covered 11 of their last 12 regular season game uh, games. The only uh, game they haven't, they didn't cover, was the uh, three-point win against the 49ers in that crazy rain game uh, where they were five-and-a-half-point favorites. During that 12-game stretch, according to CBS Sports Research, or Devo, they have a t- plus 21.1 point per game differential. That is crazy. Uh, They're covering by an average of 16 points per game. Lamar Jackson, 4-0, and straight up and against the spread as a starter in prime time. This is the third career matchup between Lamar and Pat Mahomes. KC is 2-0, and straight up in both of those. They covered in 2019, but did not cover in 2018 as a -a 6.5-point favorite. And Patrick Mahomes has only been a dog six times in his career as a starter, dating back to when he was a dog against, I think, against the Broncos in that final Week 17 game. Um, he is five, oh, and one against the spread and four and two straight up when he is an underdog. The, uh, push there at Monday night game, 54 51 when they lost to the Rams in the, the Star Wars game that was supposed to revolutionize football and and then like somehow derailed the Rams for a year and a half. I mean, that's sort of my thing is like, how, I mean, how do you stare down? And by the way, KC has won 13 consecutive games in September straight. I just, I just don't know how you steer down Mahomes as a dog. That's the, that's the problem. Like I know people love the Ravens. I think the Ravens are probably the better team across the board right now,
0: but Mahomes as a dog is crazy. Yeah, the problem is you find a trend that favors Baltimore in this spot. You can go find a trend that favors Kansas City. You know, it's just these two teams play so well. So, um, <clears throat> of course, the Chiefs have won all these games in September. Of course, the Ravens have a winning streak dating back there. So you can't really rely on any of that. Um, you mentioned the uh, the Mahomes thing, um, you know, four and two straight up. That Rams was the push. You know, they lost there, but the other loss was also um, a, the straight up losses when uh, they were against the Pats. They were plus four, and they covered, but they lost in 2018. So th- when they play these really, really good teams, you know, top level elite teams, they can lose, but still cover, you know, and maybe one of these times they get blown out, but I just don't see it. I, we also talked about on Friday, how my teaser of the week involved teasing the Rams and the chiefs. And we were like, how does that miss? And I said, uh, well, the Rams could get blown out. You know, you just don't know if they're not ready for that. And they almost did, but they came back and covered the teaser leg of that. And then our other, uh, you know, comment on that was, I don't see how the Chiefs lose by double digits. So if you teased it and you still have the Chiefs active, good luck to you because I, I don't see how they they don't keep this game close and probably cover.
1: Yeah, it's uh it is it is difficult to imagine. I'm sort of kind of leaning towards taking the taking the ra- Ravens though. Is that I don't know.
0: I think is you're doing th- you're doing what you think the books opposite of what the books want you to do. You think the books obviously want us to take the Chiefs here, so it just seems like you got to take the Ravens. Is that what I'm doing? I think that's what you're doing. You tell me. That might, that might be what I'm doing. I just, I. It is hard to imagine the,
1: the Ravens blowing out the Chiefs. It's just, like it's just hard to imagine. Like, what happens if the Ravens, if the Ravens are up 21 points, are the Chiefs just going to give up and not come back? I mean, Mahomes is going to keep
0: slinging it. You know, what and- about the total? What about the total in this game? 54. <clears throat> That was the next point I was going to make, uh, and even if Baltimore is up twenty-one nothing, they're not going to sit on that lead because they got Mahomes on the other sideline. So these two offenses know they got to stay aggressive all game against each other. There's no slowing down in the second half. I don't care what your lead is because you've seen what these teams can do. So these two combined for nine hundred fifty-five yards of offense and sixty-one points last year. Um, I think we'll see something similar in this game. So yeah, over fifty-four has got to be the play for me. Okay, so you—I mean that—that's really what you should.
1: Maybe that's the play here. If you're—if you want to like. I think if you're so, let's say you're in a picks pool and you're trying to you know, you're trying to win the week or whatever, or you you, you got to put a pick in. Um, if you got the three and a half, you probably want to lean towards the Chiefs because I think you know that hook is a big deal and it could end up coming down and being a three point game. If you've got, um, you know, if you got to pick straight up, no problem taking the Ravens. Um, if you want to bet on this game, maybe don't bet on the spread. Maybe hit the over under, hit the over at 54, and then live bet the dog. Or take, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that you can like this feels like a game where there could be a point where the chiefs are up 10 and a point where the Ravens are up 10. And when that happens, you're going to get Baltimore plus 200 or Kansas city plus 200, whoever's losing. And at that point you can, you can potentially lock in profit Garrett, no matter who wins. If you take the dog live now, that's, that's a lot of work. It's not, you know, put the bet in and sit back and watch the game and drink beer. I mean, it's, it's a little bit more difficult than that, but it's just a, just a thought process there.
0: Yeah. I wonder if, you know, I think a lot of these live odds are tied to, to automatic stuff. This is what happens Absolutely. in this situation, but, uh, you got to wonder if, if you're the books, if you take, um, control of that yourself with these two teams, you say, maybe we're not going to give out as big a plus number as we normally would because, you know, 10 points to the Chiefs is a lot different than if like the Dolphins are down 10 or the Jaguars are down 10, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll be like I don't think the Chiefs' downtown will automatically be plus two hundred. But I mean, if the Chiefs are plus one fifty five on the money line to start the game and they're down two scores, they're going to be plus one. I mean, they're going to be something close to two hundred. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, let's take a break when we come back. We'll look at player props and DFS options. All right. So thanks to our friends at William Hill, we can dive on in on some player props. RJ. <sighs> How are you going to find an under? What's your, what's the under you're eyeing for this, uh, for this particular game? Because this is not a spot where you, like, so if on, I was saying on Cowboy Seahawks, you could have taken the over on basically any receiver's prop and it hit, uh, with the exception of maybe Chris Corson.
0: Yeah, more than likely. I think the under you take here is you go to Mark Ingram and you take under 12 and a half rush attempts. Ingram has had no more than 10 attempts in each of his first two games. He had 10 in one and nine in the other. The Ravens have shown they're going to lean on several different running backs in the rotation. Gus Edwards led the, the backfield last week. Um, and so I think that continues. You can't really tell. How much work Ingram is going to get because he's not a true number one running back. Um, also, I also expect more passing from Lamar. I think that they're going to zig where the Chiefs might be expecting them to zag, and uh, Lamar throws it a little more because that's probably not what the Chiefs are expecting, and that could limit the rush attempts even further if the if the Ravens are attacking downfield with the pass. So, Mark Ingram under twelve and a half rush attempts seems like the safest thing to me. I think he probably gets somewhere in the realm of eight to ten, maybe twelve max. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I like this one. Patrick
1: Mahomes total rushing yards nineteen and a
0: half. Feels yeah, like we could. Model. We could see it. We see these big games. He runs a lot more, especially in the playoffs. We saw those couple 50-yard right things. So they could unleash him a little more in that. I was a little hesitant to go with that because it just doesn't happen as often as we think. You sometimes get to, like, 16 or 17. He doesn't quite get to 20. But it's funny. Either he goes, like, just under or way over because they will have these 50-yard rushing games <laughs> right. and he'll have these 15-yard rushing games.
1: Yeah, it'll either be, like, 19 on the number or, like, oh, 78. Right. Um. I, I. I just don't have a problem taking – I don't know if I would take the over, so Mahomes passing touchdowns, the over one and a half is minus 170. That's a lot of juice to lay for two passing touchdowns. Although I will say that typically speaking with the Chiefs, um, you know, they're willing to use those jet sweeps and those little flicks at the goal line, which do count as passing touchdowns. I think you can probably take some deep shots against this Ravens secondary, which is, is good, but you know, not necessarily, and nobody's an elite defense right now. And, these offenses can just get deep on people. I don't know that I'm, uh, I don't know. I want to mess around with the Mahomes over under at 292 and a half. Uh, but I would be a little interested in taking both Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey over receiving yard 67 and a half.
0: Yeah. Um, you wonder if you take them both, if one's going to cannibalize the other. So maybe like you get a hundred from Tyreek and 50 from Kelsey or flip flop. So that would be my worry about taking both. I think you kind of have to take a position with one of those.
1: Okay. Um, what about. Lamar Jackson over under passing touchdowns, one and a half minus half minus one fifty. Wow. His over under passing yards is 249 and a half. That seems a little low for me.
0: Yeah. That's actually one. I, I picked the highlight, you know, when we talk is that uh, he's grown as a passer since that last meeting last year. Cause they've, they've met, like, I think week three, week four, somewhere around there. And he yep. still had 267 passing yards in that game. The chiefs made him throw 43 times in that game and help him to just eight carries. You know, the thing was, don't let him get outside. Don't let him run. You know, just give up the, the the runs to the running backs and make him beat us with the pass. And he had a good, solid game passing. I think he's grown as a passer, and he could have even more here. So if Casey tries to take away the run again, I think Jackson's going to have a big day of passing. He can get to 300 yards.
1: How about uh, any of the receivers? In, so in that same vein, do any of the receivers' numbers strike you as actionable plays?
0: Uh, my favorite is probably Mark Andrews. Um, I think he could get open in the middle um, of that Chiefs defense. Uh, we saw them give up, you know, so, uh, I think eight, six catches and 80-something yards to Hunter Henry last week. Um, we saw them give up a touchdown to Jordan Aikens in week one. Um, so I think that there is something to exploit there. If, if um, Baltimore is looking into the tape, they could say, we need to feature Andrews a little more in this game. And Andrews is just hard to stop overall. I don't care who you are defensively.
1: Okay. Players to score a touchdown. Andrews plus one forty
0: five for a touchdown. Yeah, it sounds pretty good to me.
1: Yeah, uh, the only concern would be if they plop Honey Badger on him and just try to lock him down.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, they're not, at some point there's just too many weapons to stop. You know, you got to stop him, but then you got to stop Lamar running the ball, and you got to stop all these running backs. So, so yeah, I, I do s- expect to see some Honey Badger on Adams, but I don't think it or on Andrews, but I don't think it's something where you say that's your guy all game. You just take him.
1: Does anybody pop out to you for first touchdown scored? I kind of want to take Miles Boykin at 22 to 1.
0: Yeah, you could try a long shot there. I, I, nothing really strikes it to me. You know, I would think it'd be something like. Clyde Edwards-Alaire or, or Andrew, So maybe you need to take a flyer on one of those. Um, the one random prop I like is Harrison Butker over two and a half extra points made at minus 105. It's, a there's, it's juice to the under for some reason, but the chief, the chiefs team total is 25 and a half points, 26 points, somewhere around there. You got to figure they're scoring three touchdowns and Butker's one of the best kickers in the game. He made he's made 94% of his, his extra points in his career, 90% of his field goals. You don't expect him to miss in any, any single game. He misses a couple a year, but you can't pick the game where he misses. So, um, I think the chiefs get three touchdowns. He gets three extra points and we cash this pretty easily.
1: That's a great one. Good call. Um, if you're betting at William Hill, go hit that thing, man. Um, okay. What about, uh, DFS? Any, any other props by the way, before we,
0: so one lottery ticket prop 50 to one on this, it's a, it's a, it's in the specials category. It's three legs. Chiefs got to win. And, and I, you know, they're the underdog, but they're not a huge underdog. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire over 99 and a half rushing yards, so he has to get to 100 yards rushing. Hollywood Brown over 99 and a half receiving yards, gotta get 100 yards receiving. So Casey obviously has a great shot to win, is probably the easiest of those three to hit. That's um, actually I, been bumped down to 33
1: and 33 to
0: 1. Well, everybody's probably bet it since uh, I wrote it and it went up on the site this morning. I, that's, I'm,
1: that's what I'm <laughs> suggesting, yeah
0: yeah um so yeah not as great value here but I think the chiefs lean on Edwards Lair more to keep Lamar off the field I think both these teams offensively do what you do, don't expect them to do chiefs running the ball more Raven's passing the ball more um and if that's the case I think K- KC you know is going to give it to Edwards lair more we saw he had 25 carries in week one um and a 100 and I think 20 something rushing yards he could get something like that in this game get over a 100 uh Brown already has one 100 yard game he had it in week one um and if you know Baltimore has to pass more to, to keep up with the chiefs he has a better chance of going over 100. So KC gave up 112 yards and eight catches to Will Fuller in week one. This could be a similar matchup problem for them in Brown. So I think these are reasonable. In fact, you put them all together. um, It shouldn't be 50 to one or 33 to one. It is now I think there's a decent chance of hits. All right.
1: So that and that's interesting, too, because you mentioned, you know, for that to hit, you need a certain game script, right? The Chiefs have to be trying to pound the ball, maybe have a lead, running aggressively, and the Ravens trying to come from behind and throwing it deep to Marquise Brown. Now you could you could hit it either, you know, it doesn't have to happen that way, but that seems like the likely outcome. And when we look at DFS, we need to figure out what is our game script for these showdowns because you need to determine who is going to excel, um, you know, in a given in a given game. For instance, the Saints Packers game. If you thought the saints might be winning and you had Latavius Murray in your lineup, you didn't do very well. But if you thought Aaron Rodgers was going to sling the ball around and, uh, Alan Lazar was going to go nuts and, uh, and you know, Alvin Kamara was going to catch 400 passes. Then he did very well. What, uh, what would be your approach here with this? And again, one of the other things too, is that you have to, sometimes you have to differentiate your lineups. If you want to truly try and be unique, you know, we could certainly, we could see a situation where, you know, there's a chop pot at the end, and you know everybody had the same lineup. But you know you you don't just want to be like, all right, well, here's what the norm is. I'll go with that. Uh, what would be your approach with the DFS setup, RG?
0: Yeah, it also depends on what you're playing. Are you playing the GPPs, going for a big payout? Are you playing like the 50-50s or just trying trying to get over the line? So, in the latter, I like. I think you have to go with one of the quarterbacks. I take Mahomes as the cheaper option, um, even though that lottery ticket prop kind of goes the other way. If you have kind of both in your pocket, then you have two, you know, diff- wildly different game scripts. So maybe that helps out here. It should be a high-scoring game. Quarterbacks are probably going to each score multiple times. So I just take the high-floor and cash setups in and, and go with Mahomes there. Okay.
1: Um, what about in a GPP would you, who would be the player you would try and differentiate yourself with Clyde over to Marquise Brown? What do you think?
0: Yeah, my two options for a GPP is uh, Clyde edwards there, like you said, and Mark Andrews. You know, Andrews seems like a good bet. Chiefs gave up 83 yards and six catches to Hunter Henry, like I said. If the linebackers and safeties are more focused on stopping Lamar again and making sure he doesn't get, you know, 11 to 15 carries, that'll open things up for the tight end over the middle. Um, <clears throat> Andrews had just three catches for 15 yards in the 2019 game, so he didn't have a good game uh, early last year. But the two other tight ends in that game had six catches for 72 yards also. So you add it all up, and there is potential there for the tight ends to go off um <clears throat> Baltimore could focus on slowing Mahomes and, and just make Clyde Edwards, Alaire beat him. Have another one of those like 25 carry, 120 yard games, couple touchdowns, like I said. And, and, uh, the Chiefs, you know, obviously his, um, when they drafted him, it was a lot of his passing abilities. They could throw it to him a lot. You can get a lot of, uh, PPR points there. So, uh, Baltimore gave up 124 rushing yards on 20 carries to, to the two, uh, um, to all the, the Kansas City running backs last year. If we get something similar this year, that's going to mostly go to, to Edwards Alaire. So you're probably talking 100, to 110 rushing yards and then Whatever he gets receiving. So, do you, I mean, do you think it's a viable? Obviously, so with the showdown, we're talking about
1: DraftKings. Your captain gets one and a half points. Do you think it is a viable strategy to roll with somebody other than one of these quarterbacks at captain?
0: I think it's tough, um, especially since we're selecting so many points. I think when you have a game where where um, one of the you expect one of the quarterbacks to do poorly, like what actually happened in in Thursday's game where Jacksonville didn't do much, then you can think about you know zigging a little bit and going with the running back on the on the winning team or that kind of thing. But um, especially if you're just trying to get over the line in cash, I think. You know, don't don't try to be a hero. If you're playing for a dollar or two dollars, three dollars, whatever, and you want to go crazy, go crazy. It doesn't it's not going to impact you that much. But if you just want to consistently cash week in and week out, you got to go with a quarterback.
1: So, yeah, but I'm, I'm we're talking about winning a GPP. We're not, <laughs> we're not here. And Mark Andrews. So I'm just sort of thinking through. You think Mark Andrews is the play?
0: Yeah, I think he, he, you know, I, I just think it's going to be so tough to stop Lamar that he's going to be open a lot. So I think he's probably the one that, um, being a tight end, people might not see as much upside. But as we know, he's one of the better tight ends in the game. Um, he's a lot cheaper than Kelsey. Kelsey's fifteen thousand on the, uh, the, uh, the captain, you know, prices, and Andrews is twelve thousand. So yeah. I think sneakily he could have a better game than Kelsey and, and deliver a little bit more. So I think he'll probably be one of the lesser owned captains that could come through.
1: So I actually like this game because this matchup. So for instance, on Sunday night, Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams were both out. And we knew that going into the game. We knew that Devontae Adams was probably going to be missing. We knew Thomas was definitely out. And what that did was created a lack of leverage. But like if it it, it it when you don't have Thomas and you don't have Adams, everybody's sort of basically you're operating from a smaller pool. And so you can't there's not gonna be as much differentiation. Whereas now If, like, you could easily, last night, on Sunday night, you could easily get Drew Brees, you could easily get, you know, you could get everybody into your lineup. It just wasn't hard, you know, with Kamara, even with Kamara as captain, as the top guy on the slate. Now, you're in a situation where, if you go to Lamar at captain at 19-5, and then you want to have Mahomes in there as well at 12, you know, you can add Mark Andrews and Clyde over to Lair and all of a sudden you have 1350 to work with for the, each of the final two spots, which is, <laughs> we're not talking. I mean, like that, at that point you're working with Byron Pringle, Darwin Thompson, Nick Boyle, uh, Devin DeVerney, et cetera, et cetera. So I think I kind of like it in the sense that you basically have to pick, you kind of have to pick one of the quarterbacks,
0: right? Yeah. Um. If you want to get those, 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 you know, Names that everybody knows in there, but yeah, if you just want to try to go crazy and try to hit, you know, some Miles Boykins and, and some lower names, maybe you can make it work. Um, so yeah, if Demarcus, if, um, Sammy Watkins is out, you know, we've talked about, you talked about at the top, Sammy Watkins is questionable. So maybe that opens things up for the Chiefs receivers. You go a little Demarcus Robinson, you know, type of lineup there. So. That makes it a little bit easier to, to hit, but, uh, yeah, it is really tough to get both the quarterbacks in in this matchup just because they're both so good. So they're going to be high priced if you want to get one as a captain. Now, if you do a Mark Andrews lineup, you know, it's a lot easier to get both quarterbacks in because you're not spending up for that captain.
1: Well, and that was what I was going to say is if you go Andrews as, as captain, right? He's 12,000 as captain. All of a sudden you can get Lamar, you can get Mahomes, you can get Clyde over to Lair and then you can have, you know, uh forty four hundred to work with for the final two spots. So you could go Miles Boykin and then come back and and get Gus Edwards or something like that. So if you think and I mean that's 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 just a random stack. That's not a correlation. Would you if you were gonna do a correlated game stack, would you would you be more likely to go with Ravens runners or would you go with your angle that you took before with Edwards Hilaire and then uh have the Ravens coming back over the top?
0: Yeah, I think I go Edwards Alaire and then Ravens passers. Um, but um if we're just looking to get over the line in cash, I do like going with Gus Edwards down at the you know, sixteen hundred. Um any Ravens back could lead the team in carries. That was Edwards last week. He had ten carries for 73 yards. I think that upside makes him a bargain at just sixteen hundred, especially if he ends up getting a look in the red zone. Um I know that they like to use JK Dobbins there near the goal line, but but we could see that. And then um Miko Hardman at forty six hundred. I mean, he saw his role expand when Sammy Watkins got hurt last week. He played a lot more snaps. So if Sammy's rolled out, Hardman I think is a must play at forty six hundred and he might even be a must play close to it with the risk of re injury for Sammy because just because Sammy's active you know active going into the game doesn't mean that he plays more than a handful of snaps and then has to sit. So if you get Edwards and Hardman in there as flex spots, you can max out and get, you know, Clyde Edwards or Lair, Andrews, and Kelsey, and put Mahomes at captain. And you you've got a lot of good coverage there.
1: Okay, so then your two guys down low would be Gus Edwards and Nicole Hardman that you're targeting. Right. Anybody else, uh, stand out as a value? I kinda, Miles Boykin is 3,400, but I, I kinda like him.
0: Yeah, he's solid. He's just, you know, he's gotten some some decent amount of looks and targets. I think he had five targets last week, um, and that was a game where they were leading heavily, so if there's a game they have to pass a lot more, and you're going to see a lot more attempts from from um, Lamar, then maybe he gets a little more work mixed in there, so he'd be good. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, if Sammy's out, it's pretty solid. Um, I kind of wanted to like some of the, the deeper guys, the $200 guys, but I just stayed away from it. Like, Justice Hill looks like he's healthy finally, so if he gets active, then maybe we work him in. Um, so, so say that they put him in instead of Gus Edwards, and they roll with him as their third running back. You just don't know with that rotation, you know what what's going to happen. So, I think at that point, you just throw his two hundred dollars in there, and then and then you know build your lineup from there.
1: All right, so here's a little lineup for you: Patrick Mahomes, at captain, Andrews, Boykin, and Lamar Jackson, plus Miko Hardman and Demarcus Robinson.
0: It sounds good. A lot of lot of high upside there. Now, to hope for a high scoring game. Well, I'd
1: also have to hope for no Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey. Right?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, but who, who's going to throw to those
1: guys? All right, why would you even want to look at this, guys? If, if, so if you're non-quarterback captain, would Edwards O'Leary be your guy or Andrews? One of those two guys?
0: Yeah, one of those two guys. My, my lean would be to, to Edwards Um, I think the Ravens are going to be focused a lot on slowing down Mahomes in the passing game. I think it's what you have to do, and it's just going to be ripe for, for Edwards Alaire to get a lot of points.
1: All right. That's the DFS look, the props, prop stop, prop shop, and uh, Monday Night Preview. Thanks, RJ. Tell you about talk to you later, buddy.